0: What's up, Wizards fans? Welcome to another episode of the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group. I'm your host, Jackson Filio. Just a reminder that Off the Bench is now a part of the brand new Wizards podcast network, which also includes Full Core Press, a brand new podcast hosted by the Wizards radio party of Dave Johnson, Glenn Consor, and Brian Alban, and the Wizards Global podcast hosted by Zach Akuma. You can check out this week's episode of Full Core Press that features an interview with Wizards point guard Ish Smith. All podcasts on the Wizards Podcast Network are available wherever you get your podcasts and will continue to be featured on Wizards Radio 24-7 and on the Wizards app. You can follow the Wizards Podcast Network on Twitter, at WashWizardsPN, and please subscribe, download, rate, and review wherever you listen. On today's episode of Off the Bench, we are very excited to be joined by Dr. Daniel Medina, who joined the Wizards organization in 2019 as Chief of Athlete Care and Performance. Uh, He spent the prior two years as VP of athlete care with the Philadelphia 76ers and seven years before that as team physician with FC Barcelona. Uh, Dr. Medina's work has obviously taken center stage over the past couple weeks as we all deal with the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, So we're honored to have him on to give us some background on his role with the organization and how the coronavirus is impacting NBA teams and measures he and his staff are taking to keep Wizards players fit and healthy, uh, both mentally and physically. We hope you all enjoy the interview. Well, Dr. Benina, thank you so much for for taking the time to join us today.
1: Hey, Um, thank you for having me.
0: So we'll obviously dive fully into the coronavirus and everything that you and your staff are Doing to keep the players and everybody around the organization safe and healthy. But first, for some background, for Wizards fans that aren't very familiar with your role um, prior to this pandemic in a state of normalcy, uh, just during the regular basketball season, how would you describe what you do?
1: Well, um, I'm the chief of athlete care and performance for Monumental Basketball. That means that I basically oversee anything. Having to do with players' health or the um, actions that we can take to keep them um, fit and 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 healthy, basically. So um, there are a couple components of it. Uh, a strong, a strong piece and big piece of it is the resources that we can offer them inside: our athletic trainers, PT, strength and conditioning, uh, nutritionists, psychologists. That we can. We work with them on in a, in a daily basis and how we coordinate that those efforts and how we, um, acknowledging that we're a team, how we can focus on the individual needs for each one, and also coordinate with our partners like MedStar that provide us with uh, all the uh, healthcare and um, our team docs, uh, making them part of our daily routines and you know acknowledging and making sure that we get the best care that our players, and in this case, coaches need to to perform at the highest level.
2: If you can kind of take us through <laughs> the 48 hours uh, around just what happened with Rudy Gobert and the Jazz, I know there was like a ton of plans in place weeks leading up to when the hiatus happened, but what were those, you know, those couple of days like for you, and and what was the the first couple of things that you guys did to to protect the players and, and the organization?
1: Yeah, um, prior to that day, if you remember in the calendar, we have a we had a uh, West Coast trip. Uh, West Coast trip, coincidentally, we we went to uh, San Francisco, we went to Sacramento, and we went to Portland, basically cities that they were actually having. Uh, real outbreaks at that point. So the, the weeks leading into that trip, we already had uh, been doing some, uh, you know, basically education and and, and providing uh, our players with the best evidence and the uh, CDC recommendations. We need to keep in mind that basically this is not more than a public health issue. And, um, and teams basically, we, we just try to provide, at least in our case, uh, with the players with the exact information and all the tools that they can use to uh to stay safe and by them being safe keeping their family safe as well. So um so when that particular day came and the and the leak was shut down, we uh, we basically had had been doing uh temperature checks in in our players uh during during uh the weeks leading into that after that West Coast trip. Um, as you might notice from my accent, and um, I'm from Europe. I'm from, uh, from Spain, uh, particularly. So the fact of having um, some information from colleagues over there in, and, and some teams in Italy where the league already was shut down, uh, it gave us a little bit of information on where we were heading. So some of those measures, we were already uh, in place for the Wizards. It's like temperature checks, as I said, and uh, keeping hand cleans and um, and being extremely cautious on, on how we uh, interacted in, in terms of, um, I would say, social distancing and making aware players of, you know, how important it is to stay away from uh, circumstances like sneezing and, and all that when you're, when you're in contact with a, uh, with, a, with a lot of people. So we, we had a little bit of a, i don't i don't want to say advantage because all all of this is shared as i said it's just basically c d c and to a degree the league uh leading the teams on how how to best take care of uh, of each other as you know as we are understanding throughout these um, uh, pandemic times it's not only uh, us what we do is a responsibility to to the rest uh, of society so there was no point of being extremely careful inside of the wizards if the other teams and the other layers of uh, other people that we were interacting with they were not taking the measures. So it was kind of basically educational and making sure that everyone had the info and um, and we were early detecting symptoms that to leading up to that day we did not uh, we did not have.
3: Being being the, the chief of athlete care in today's society in 2020, in modern professional sports, that, that encompasses a lot of facets of taking care of, you know, players from a a mental health standpoint, a nutrition standpoint, a um, exercise and treatment standpoint. What, what are all of those facets that are important to you as as a holistic view and Then I guess the follow-up to that is now that players and and all of us are are staying home and we're all confined to our apartments, our homes, and can't really see each other face-to-face anymore, how have you had to adjust that schedule and that, um, yeah, just getting getting those kinds of care and those kinds of check-ins with players without being able to have them come in very much or uh, see them in person?
1: Yeah, that's that's a really really good question, and I think that we all uh, can relate to that. I mean, we we're obviously here around the wizards and, and 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 all the pro athletes and how this major disruption affects them from from performance and, um, and and personal. But I think we all, to a certain degree, can will be able to relate to that, right? Um, in our group, particularly, you you find um, uh, a group of young guys that from from years, they've had a routine where basically they just, you know, get up and go to practice or go to workout and you know get take care of their bodies and 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 all of a sudden you are just confined. You recommend that you stay home. There is no gym where to go or where to do some um, what lifting whatsoever. So this disruption um, is shocking at first. That's why it's been so hard to contain people at home. In our case. Um, we provided and we pivoted over uh, three aspects. One of them, as I said, is basically education. Uh, once you rationalize and you understand uh, why you need to stay home, is easier. It's pretty hard on a daily basis to understand what's going on because you basically just look out of the window and life goes as usual. I mean, it's not like we're in, a, we're in a war where your brain can really understand what is happening. So rationalizing and understanding um, how we got here and how to avoid to put people that live with us or our family at risk. I think was the first step. Uh, we were lucky to come with the um, uh, the Met Star specialist, uh, led by Dr. Wimi, Dr. Um, uh, Corinne Hudson, and and, um, and Brian. Uh, the three of them have been fantastic and always available to uh, our players as part of a you know a specialized uh, Recommendations. So that was the first part uh, connecting kind of the medical uh, justification of what's going on and why. On the, you know, when you go down to how, what do we go from here? Well, we provide the players, and, and this is a big, big uh, work done by um, Mark C- Simpson, our director of uh, athletic uh, performance, um, and Blair. Uh, O'Donovan uh, and our athletic trainer, uh, Jeff, Bangs. Uh, basically, we put together uh, a kit of equipment, l- elastic bands, like pretty basic stuff, so the guys could uh, do workouts that they were also prescribed. And this situation applies across Monumental, not only for the Wizards, but also for, for the Mystics, where, where Shalisa Fonsa and Sarah Walls have been doing a fantastic job as well. Uh, so we basically provided the players workouts that they could do at home in continuation with uh, their individual needs, their uh, injury history. Um, and um, we, that was during the first week. We also provided with some nutritional guidelines. I mean, that's the other big thing. I mean, you cannot go out. Uh, we're normally uh, facing, even though the main recommendation is to cook at home, Basically, uh, you know, with the schedule that the MBA has, young guys, you're not used to do that. Cooking, you know, even if you're proactive and you're to do it, it requires a little bit of a skill. And, um, and you know, that was, that was not the case. So we need to, we had to provide some, again, some education on where and how to order and, you know, what were the basic rules or recommendations to pick up that food and what to eat. I mean, your um, daily activity goes down so much in general compared to what they do. That that was a first big adjustment. So that that was like the second part. One was, I said, like the strength and conditioning program, second nutrition. And the third is uh, how, you know, how do we manage to understand and walk through a scenario where we don't really know and we've seen that. This is uh, over the last couple of weeks, days of weeks, they don't look anything like the others, and the information keeps changing every day. We don't know what's going to happen with the illness to a degree. We don't know what's going to happen with the calendar at all. So that onset has um, you know for for all of us, I would say it has this um, um, stressful uh, side. And we're lucky to have a pretty solid mental health and performance department led by Derek Anderson, Jim Soda, and, and Stu Singer. So the three of them have been available from the very first minute as well. They connect with the players and they throw out uh I would say kind of pearls little messages of one minute, 90 seconds on different topics that spark some thinking and, 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 and kind of allows the players to understand the need of staying connected and taking care of the mental health as much as we do with tendons before they get in a position that they're, you know, they really need to be treated. So we we stress that for the first, I would say first week or 10 days. The following the following week and how we have deployed this, like, well, you know, once we get the nutrition recommendations and we got our guys ordering our, our food provider uh, was able to put together a program where we can uh, deliver food to our players. So they, they, there is this adjustment between their needs and, and what they get. And also, as many of us, we're, we're kind of normalizing the use of video calls. Well, our players now, they have um, a weekly meeting with the strength and conditioning coach, uh, with our staff, and they do workouts together. Uh, this particular week, they've done twice as a group. So they meet as a team, they get to see each other, get some social interaction, jokes, go through exercises, interact with the coach, and you know, they get the workout done. There are some other activities going on, as uh, yoga sessions, that the, the players also enjoy, enjoy very much. And as I said, uh, this interaction and in the psychological aspect that you know, we know we now all. Uh, and I understand it's more of a personal kind of layer. Um, as a group, we just, you know, get this information about a particular topic and then individually, both coaches and, and, and players have that uh, that resource to, again, not only take care of their bodies, but also also their minds. So pretty much that's, you know, that's what we aim. And um, I got to acknowledge that we've been super successful this, this last uh, three weeks in terms of, keeping our guys' engagement, and I give them a lot of credit, the players for doing it, the organization for providing, and uh, everyone in my department um, keeping keeping it that way. Um, I don't know. Like, again, we don't know how many weeks we're going to be in this position. Uh, we don't really know what the next steps are going to be competition-wise for us. And it's, it's hard to predict, but uh, we try to I- improve every week, understand what the players like and what they need and adapt the resources that we have. So that's that's pretty much where we are right now.
2: Dr. Medina, you, you mentioned all that staff, you know, well, you, you have a big team, thankfully, and that's kudos to, to Ted for really investing in, in this side of the industry with performance, medical care, mental health, nutrition. Um, and we're fortunate that, you know, as you and I discussed yesterday, we're looking to launch this this big content plan with MedStar sponsoring it and, and helping us out, you know, c- trying to show our fans now too what we've been doing, not only the Wizards have been doing as the players, but our staff um, and bringing that to people's homes. So if you want to just touch on some of those aspects that you're looking forward to, you know, having the chef give some of his suggestions and workouts and all that.
1: Yeah, uh, the, the team is really excited and really looking to kind of share and you know in these times with all the uh, uh, the Wizards fans a little bit of you know giving them some tips some of them might seem pretty obvious but I think there is a lot of value on understanding we have a, a pretty strong set and uh, um, set of professionals and um, you know from uh, from nutritionist standpoint uh, we we're gonna have Sue Sanders our nutritionist uh, provide some. Uh, tips in terms of, uh, you know, uh, as I say, there is a lot of parallelisms between uh, players and normal population. I, uh, we all should be taking care or focusing on not, not losing our lean mass, right? How can we do that uh, from a nutritional perspective? Uh, she, she'll be providing some tricks where our chef will be providing some um, uh, recipes and, and tricks along with her. To, to make that happen effectively. Um, then we'll have our uh, strength and conditioning team, uh, Mark Simpson, Sarah Walls, Blair O'Donovan, also come up with some tips and exercises, focusing on different muscle groups or general health. Um, our athletic trainers, uh, Jeff Banks, Shalisa and, and Naveen, they can also give a perspective from, you know, from their expertise in terms of what can we do on a daily basis to keep our um, joint health. And we're, uh, you know, our PTs, Jesse, uh, Phillips, and Steve Smith, how we can, you know, uh, while we're being at home, most common pathologies that we can, uh, exercises that we can do at home and complement probably the, you know, in, in those cases, the, the, the exercise that, have been recommended by our physicians already. So I think that'll be, you know, I think it's gonna be a pretty interesting piece. Um, I hope it really is really uh, useful uh, for the audience. And um, like we do with the players, we'll be happy to, you know, have some kind of uh, interaction if, uh, we're gonna be open to um, suggestions and if, if there's any particular topics that uh, our, our audience uh, finds more interesting and, and we'll, we'll work on that.
0: So I think I speak for basketball fans everywhere when I say that we all hope we haven't seen the last of this season. Um, For people in your position, whether it's with the Wizards or any team around the league, and I know this seems pretty far down the line at this point, but how do you guys prepare the guys on the team for a possible return to basketball? Um, That would probably come pretty abruptly. With all this time off, um, with the challenges in the schedule, what would you guys have to do? What are some of those steps to get guys back and ready to proper performance levels um, so that they're ready to play basketball uh, in, a, in a healthy, safe way?
1: Yeah, that's, that's probably the most challenging situation uh, that we're going to face. Uh, there is not a real answer to that, uh, to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, in fact, that's one of the working – uh, topics that we we're assessing right now, and I think um, I think you know, like in a proper uh, pre-season, we you know we arguably could say, well, that's what we do every year, right? But uh, normally you have you know a nice six weeks to you know get back on it and you know get everyone ready and and moving, which you know our sense is that. This is gonna be you know, probably at max two, three weeks. So basically what we're doing, if we're um, connecting with other leagues and scenarios where these situations happen more often, and um, as you probably know, uh, I have a, a, a my uh, background is, is soccer. This situation happens during Christmas in some North European, Countries where they they just suspend the league for eight weeks or six weeks and then then they return. So basically, uh, what we're doing is trying to capture uh, their experience in in how you can return safely. Basically, there is you know, I think this will be driven basically by common sense. Some people, some people are doing and following strategies where, you know, like like we're doing. We you know we do these workouts. We focus on maintenance. And and we just hope to have a an, uh, solid and steady ramp up in more case, in You know, for more, more most of our players, which are which are healthy in general terms. The really difficult, um, and the really challenging cases are those that have uh, chronic um, situations, and and they will require a careful um, ramp up. So, so in that sense, and answering your question, how do we do it? Well, basically, we're doing it already by providing support for our players to try to keep, maintain their weight, to keep their lean mass. And let's not forget, these this are young, healthy um, athletes that, um, you know, with this um, proper uh, stimulus, they'll, they'll be ready in a short period of time um i think the re- really really uh the real challenge here is as i said identify those subjects that you need to slow down or really focus on individual needs and um i think we're we're going to be ready for that moment um as you as you all now and every basketball fan knows um the biggest challenge at this point when you when you stop uh, is probably tendon issues and the chronic um, chronic joint issues. So, in that sense, uh, the program that we have put together, uh, uh, and, and this a lot of credit to you, this uh, um, to um, to our PTs, um, is focused on you know let's have our guys some weight, not lose much muscle, have these tendons ready to and, and ready to be uploaded, and if you know if we're given two three weeks to ramp up we 'll be ready to do it so that's that 's basically how we're how we 're focusing and, and as I said, in parallel we 're trying to capture experience from other circumstances where where people have uh, these breaks in season um, to be honest, when that happens, people is allowed to practice and they just go outdoors, so we we still have some handicaps and constraints that are unique to this situation so I don't think there is a unique way, but uh, I, th- I feel that we're, we, we're, pretty, uh, we're having a really good handle of uh, what we're going to face.
0: So we'll get you out of here on something a little bit more general. Looking back pre-coronavirus here, we obviously mentioned this was your first year with the organization. It's the first year under the new monumental basketball structure. How do you evaluate your first season here in Washington, D.C., where you saw progress, something you're proud of, things along those lines?
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a you know like um, every coming in um, in September um, was I would say some, somehow challenging. Uh, the year has been pretty good at uh, at many levels. I think uh, I think that uh, uh, the structure uh, really helps the main objective that is you know to provide a platform across the teams that uh, helps our athletes to to progress. Um, I think the level of integration that we have achieved with Mystics, with the Gogo's, and with our NBA 2K uh, team has been, uh, it's probably the thing that I feel it's uh, is really building uh, a solid future. As you all um, probably, uh, everyone is aware it's been a pretty tough year in terms in terms of uh, injuries uh, we've had a lot of uh, traumatic injuries five surgeries until December things that you know to some degree they're random um, but uh, they also in this stress situation I will say we've been able to pull out uh, the best out of our team and um, you know ramping up to the moment where the, the season was interrupted, we you know we had all of our guys uh, ready, um, and I you know overall I uh, you, you know I would say it's been really positive. It's been really, it's been really um, a year for understanding the needs, understanding what we have, and um, and seeing that that uh, vision for monumental basketball and all the new structure is is for real and it's solid and it's here to to build some that is going to be great in in the following years so overall and i'm i'm really happy at all levels uh professionally uh with with monumental uh, personal personally i you know i really like uh, the city international city super city as ted always says in in, in many aspects so overall it's a really really positive
0: uh, um uh year all right dr medina thank you so much for taking the time this was really awesome and i think something that the, the fans uh will find a lot of value in
1: oh thank you i really appreciate it